another another white supremacist has struck. This time at the White House, we're going to get into that. The uh, the debt ceiling debate is heating up. We're going to fill you in on what might happen, and um, we're going to talk about Made, where you can apparently kill yourself or hither and yon up in um, Canada, and uh, Ron DeSantis limped into the presidential race. We're going to dig into all that after the countdown. If you're watching the replay, skip ahead three minutes and uh, do us a favor. Hit the rumble thumbs up and follow the channel. We'll be back. What's up, guys? Alex McDonald in Atlanta, joined by Daniel Munoz in Minnesota. What's up, Danny? Nothing, Al. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Thank you. This is the TPS report for, uh, what is it, Thursday, May, my date's covered up, 25th? 25th. May 20th. Nailed it. 2023. It's good to be back. Thank you all for being here. It was my sister's birthday a couple of days ago. It was, in fact. Happy belated birthday, Sam. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I said happy birthday because you know I'm I'm that kind of guy. I say happy birthday to my sister on her birthday. I then I'm a giver. Um, it's good to it's good to be back. Uh, we got a lot to talk about tonight. I mean, a lot to talk about tonight. So much. Well, let's say hi to folks real quick. Peggy Brown is here. Canadian Bacon is hey, here. What's up, hey, ladies? Bacon. 
Uh, Janine's here. What's up, Janine? Hi, Janine. Uh, I'm sure Michelle Brown is here. Hey, Michelle. Out there somewhere. Um, yep. Uh, Joy is here. Hey, Joy. Hey, the brush fire mind just tuned in, which I'm assuming is Chris. What's up, Chris? Good to see you. Yeah, uh, they've not been banned from watching things on Rumble, apparently. That's unlike... right. They, they're they on a, I don't know if they still are. I think Chris was, well, the, I, actually, didn't he say his appeal got denied? Yeah. Yeah. They're on a time, they're okay. in the penalty box. So the BFM are on a timeout for a week from YouTube. Um, so catch them. I mean, listen, they're on Rumble, they're on Twitch, they're, they're all on the other places, all the yeah. platforms. We're just on Rumble. We, I, I'm not even bothering with all that multi-streaming nonsense anymore. We're streaming here to Rumble, which is where we're dependent on you, by the way, to like the video, to share the video, and to uh, follow the channel and get notified when we go live, because those are all the things we're supposed to say and never do. Well done. But yeah, do those, uh, do those things. Help us out. Help us uh, help us get some reach here on on Rumble. Um, lots to talk about tonight, Danielle. Let's start though with yet another white supremacist going on you the love rampage. You some white supremacists. Swear to God, man, these white supremacists are everywhere these days. I happen to have a picture of the white supremacist. Oh, uh, that's the wrong picture. That's 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 not him. Um, that's him. Sorry. Yeah, it's not this white supremacist. It's this one. His name is, uh, I, I can't, he's so white, I can't even pronounce his name, Danielle. Yeah. I think I'm more of a person of color than him, to be honest with you. His name is Sai Varsheth Kandula, 19 years old, um, from somewhere. I don't know where he's from. Missouri. He, he, the, the white supremacist Nazi right there, he rammed a U-Haul truck in a near catastrophic crash into the White House. We do have video of it. That's a rate of speed he's traveling at there. There he goes. And six feet later. He hit, he hit a barrier. I mean, thank goodness for the bunker. So the former vice president, well, listen, respect the office was safe. We are, we're lucky, quite frankly, we're lucky that there were cameras there and that the Capitol, the secret service police or whatever it is, were really on the ball because they were able to set up this photo op for the press that were there because you know this happens in every high profile white supremacy case the they they really you know we know for a fact they release tranifestos to the right. public for them to see they 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 all this is common uh, and shortly after uh this came out from the New York Times um definitely not photoshopped dude look i'm not i'm not I don't say false flag. I, nobody on this show has ever heard me say false flag. But now I'm saying false flag. Now, I'm not saying the government's doing this. I'm not saying the FBI are behind this like Gretchen Whitmer and January 6th and, and all the other stuff that the FBI has been up to lately. But I'm saying this is state. There, this it is, is a lot. This is unrealistic at best. Then you add to it that this kid is having his charges downgraded. He was initially charged with what was it, Danielle? Attempting oh. to kill the president. Yeah. And a bunch of other stuff. Threatening. Like, yeah. Threatening to kill the. Say so what? I didn't know if you had it there. I was going to look for it in the other article. I, I don't. I, I, yeah, you can find, if you can find all those charges. Yeah. He was accused of threatening to kill the president, if that's what I have to do. And apparently he praised Nazism and Hitler. He was originally charged with threatening to kill, kidnap, or inflict harm on a president, vice president, or family member, as well as assault with a dangerous weapon, reckless operation of a motor vehicle, trespassing, and destruction of property. 
His federal charges have since been downgraded to a single count of depredation of property of the United States in excess of $1,000. Prosecutors told the court he's not a U.S. citizen. He's a self-described unemployed data analyst. He's an unemployed data analyst. You're trying to tell me, you're trying to tell me that the white supremacist with the brand new pristine neatly laid out for the police to find Nazi flag just ready to be laid out on the floor for a photo op. You're trying to tell me that that guy who drove a vehicle into uh, into some barricades at the or across from the White House, wherever the hell it was, you're telling me he's having his charges downgraded while... The guy that peaceably walked into the Capitol on January 6th caused no property damage whatsoever, didn't assault anyone, didn't accost anyone, was waved in by the police and is facing 20 years in prison for for insurrection. You're telling me that this is the real deal? You're going to go after these guys for 20 years and you're going to let the the neo-Nazi the, the the POC neo-Nazi, you're going to downgrade his charges to one count of depredation of property? Well, after he served his purpose and you laid out his little flag and got your little white supremacy photo I mean, so that sorry, you can say white supremacy is the greatest threat we face in America. Sorry for not buying into your tinfoil hat, but um, it doesn't, he doesn't fit the narrative. So if they were to run all of those charges and charge him with all the big stuff, then it would still be a story. But if they want it to blend into the to the woodwork, so to speak, if they want it to just go away quietly, then you charge him with jaywalking, you send him back to Missouri, where, by the way, he's lived for at least... Another story said that he went to, like, his sophomore and junior years of high school... Yeah, spent um, his summers in junior FBI camp, probably. And then graduated halfway through his senior year. So he's been here a while. I mean, it's not like he just got here and then drove his U-Haul full of his stuff from Kandahar. Full of his stuff. It was, it was him and a Nazi flag. That was it. Yeah, yeah. And his backpack. They, his they, made, backpack. they made a point of saying there were no explosives. Just to plant that seed in the minds of the media, there were no explosives. But we know they're fond of... Ex- yep, yeah, sure. Yeah, they're fond of taking the explosives undercover FBI agents give them to go do their little false flag operation. No, I'm sorry. I'm calling bullshit on this one. This kid is no Nazi. And I don't care, right? I don't care about Nazis. I'm not here trying to... Just like just like the last white supremacist. Hang on, so what are you saying? Are you saying the FBI did do this? Because you're yelling false flag, but you're not like... Finish the drill, son. To who's waving this flag? I think he's just a lunatic. He's I, no I mean, Nazi. He's no like, white supremacist. This kid is a. This kid is. It's a. It's a fake. This is a. The, so uh, is maybe, he maybe, faking maybe, it himself, or did somebody send him there to do it? Like, what is your theory? You tell me. I, I think you no. Know, no, I think no. I think that he's got a screw loose. All right. So it's. I'll tell you this. It, Definitely not the feds, because the feds would never, Gretchen Whitmer, do anything like this. But but what they did was not like this. Definitely not the feds, because the feds, Proud Boys, would never do anything like this whatsoever. The Proud Boys thing wasn't like this either. The Proud Boys thing and the Gretchen Whitmer thing were very similar. Nothing like this. Nothing like some low testosterone 19-year-old kid running a rented... I bet he rented that U-Haul in his own name. This is not the feds because the feds would never, January 6th, do anything like this whatsoever. So I'm saying it's definitely not the feds that put him up to this. See, you know that your theory is ridiculous. That's why you're acting this way. No, because I don't. Here's the, this. Those... This is staged, Danielle. This is staged. Okay, but by whom? By him? I don't care by who. It's staged. It's staged to. I don't know who are they trying to make look bad. Nazis. Here's a here's a fucking spoiler. Nazis already look bad. If you're gonna stage it, send a white guy. 
No, it because then they because then, gets no no no. If they send a white guy, they would actually have to prosecute him and lock him up. This person of color, they don't have to prosecute him and lock him up because he's a poor migrant person of color. So we're going to downgrade the charges and we're going to let him slide. Then why do it at all? What's the point of it? Probably something to do with making Donald Trump look bad. What's the point of it? I think you're reading a bit too much into it, to be honest, Danielle. Uh, that's because I think it was just some crazy kid from Missouri that got bored because football season and wrestling season's over. And he's like, well, I got a week off from work. Let me go and right. see what I can make happen. Right. You think this guy wasn't ooh, wrong picture again. <laughs> you think you, <laughs> this kid, the neo-Nazi that uh, was initially charged with trying to murder a president or a vice president, suddenly downgraded to deparate. Was it deparation of property? Is that what they're calling it? No, but I don't know the word. Yeah, I don't breaking, know the word either. Breaking shit that belongs to the government. Busting government stuff. Yeah. Is what he's now charged costs more with. more than $1,000. Absolutely ridiculous. No, they, I'm not buying this one at all. Again, I, I've never yelled false flag, ever. Um, this one, maybe not a false flag. And I'm definitely not implying that the government, FBI, are behind this. Absolutely not implying that. Never would. They would never do anything like that. But this kid is not... This It's going to turn out that this kid is some uh, junior socialist club member and uh he's just trying to just trying to thinks he Here's thinks, what that, I find he thinks that making nazis look bad makes conservatism he graduated bad. from high school early and then went nowhere like he's not in college he's a data entry clerk so he's been out of high school no, no, no. for a year he's and a, a half he's a self-identified unemployed data entry guy yeah so he's been out of high school for a year and a half so I mean, might he be radicalized? Might he have been? Yeah, by the, f I'm not going to say. Getting into some shenanigans? Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's been radi radicalized by some three-letter agency. Um, you are being ridiculous because this has none of the, you love the word earmarks. Has every has earmark, has none. every earmark Zero of, of a false flag. Every earmark of a false flag. Conveniently, okay, well, conveniently, the cameras were there right outside the right outside the White House. Conveniently, I mean, it's, it's the White dude. It's not like your house. The, it's the, the police, house. the police, the police laid out this pristine Nazi flag for the photographers to get pictures of, just of because, just because they happened to be Hang on. there. Are you suggesting that there aren't always photographers around the White House? Would never suggest that, or that there isn't like constant footage being shot around the white house would never suggest that because that's ludicrous would never suggest that danielle never did suggest that saying it's just highly coincidental that they were all there at this back door entrance but here's ready, the thing it's not ready for the ready for the white supremacists always to there. slam into their your here's the thing barriers. dude we have actual news to cover and you're trying to make a story where there's not one and jeffrey epstein did not kill himself so let's move on all right one day you'll learn to play along but that's okay well, I mean, I would rather have actual news stories. This is news. This is fucking fake. This is this is a, a guy. This is a cop inspecting, inspecting what damage? He's inspecting the damage from the near catas. The what is what was it? The near catastrophic crash. They did, I thought you did. Come did on. they say near catastrophic or did you make that up? No, I'm just I'm take I'm using okay. uh, I'm, because the media really overblew this. No, 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 I'm no. Just, it was I'm your, taking it was your Prince little Harry. boy Prince. It was it was little Lord Fauntleroy that had the near catastrophic crash in New York. Remember? Yeah, and that's where I'm taking it from. That was near catastrophic. Yeah, because All right, let's the, move on. This show the media is near love to blow Our show this is shit near catastrophic out. at this point. Let's move on. This is, uh, I'm not buying it. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm not buying this one. I know it was set up. If I agree with you, can we possibly move on? Yes. All right, let's move on. Well, then agree with me. I can't do it. Okay. All right. Um, Ron DeSantis. Should we talk about Ron? 
I have a video of Ron. He uh, he kind of limped his way into the presidential race, Danielle. It was, uh, fuck me, it was a disaster. I was watching was on painful. Twitter. It was a Twitter spaces thing. And initially, Elon Musk was hosting this thing. And about 600 some thousand people got into it. And it kept crashing. It booted me out like four or five times. Then it popped up and somebody else was hosting it. I don't know who it was. But Elon said, oh, I couldn't do it through my account. I had to use whoever this person's account was. And uh, Ron DeSantis announced his his presidency, his presidential run, whatever you want to call it, right there on Twitter Spaces with no video, just just audio, bad audio. That was We have good audio. We do have good audio. They had pants audio. It was mm-hmm. pretty terrible. Um, it was dry, drab, dull, and I tuned out. And it's a shame because I like Ron DeSantis, but I'll tell you what, he blew his opportunity doing it this way. Now, strangely enough, a number of people have praised, a number of people on the right, of course, the, the DeSantis fans, they're, um, they're, they're praising Ron for this and getting into the race and the way he did it and uh, shit like that. The very same people who were criticizing Joe Biden when he announced his re-election campaign on Twitter only, right. what, a month ago? Was it even that long ago? I, I don't know. Seems like it was Let's a couple say, weeks ago, but yeah, it was yeah. not long enough ago to act like the technology has changed or something. Right. It's not long enough to yeah, go no, to the conveniently has not changed. Yeah, yeah to no. conveniently forget that only two weeks ago you were saying, well, that's not how you launch a campaign. That's exactly how Ron DeSantis did it. They did release a video to his website after the fact and on Twitter, naturally. We're gonna take a look at it. It's uh uh spoiler alert, it's kind of shit. Our border is a disaster. Crime infests our cities. The federal government makes it harder for families to make ends meet, and the president flounders. But decline is a choice. Success is attainable, and freedom is worth fighting for. Riding the ship requires restoring sanity to our society, normalcy to our communities, and integrity to our institutions. Truth must be our foundation, and common sense can no longer be an uncommon virtue. In Florida, we prove that it can be done. We chose facts over fear, education over indoctrination, law and order over rioting and disorder. We held the line when freedom hung in the balance. We showed that we can and must revitalize America. We need the courage to lead and the strength to win. I'm Ron DeSantis, and I'm running for president to lead our great American comeback. That, by the way, that little, look at this. This is a man that never learned how to smile. Comeback. Yeah. (laughs) That's a guy that never learned how to smile. Um, I like that. I didn't mind it, but I like him. So I, I, I really do like Ron DeSantis, and I like the imagery of that. But it's, it's bland. It doesn't excite anyone. And think about who he's up against. Think about who he's going up against in this. His only competitor in this really is Donald Trump. And go on. I think it does excite people. I think, I think the, well, half the people in this conversation liked it and are excited by it. And the ones that can vote. Yeah, but one's a girl. So. Liked it. Well, the girl can vote. Damn, so damn the one with the actual voice in this conversation it, liked right. it, is tired of the of Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. I is I is get tired that. of the politician that um, pitched a fit after he didn't win and cost us two Senate seats in Georgia simply because he didn't win and he was fucking sorry. And he was pissed off. Um, so, you know, I mean, we can almost single-handedly blame him for being in the situation that we're in because he told people in Georgia not to vote because he was mad because he lost. That's true. 
I'm tired of that. I don't want that back. Mm -hmm. So like, I know that you enjoy the circus and the ridiculousness of it all, but I want somebody actually grown up. I want somebody that can do something like that, that can stand up and give an actual message. And that I I feel like I, I, I'm in the, I'm in the Trump camp simply because the government forced me there. And, um, just on principle, now I want to see Trump clean the floor and uh, go in there and do what he promised to do the first time, which is drain the swamp, which he won't which do. Which he didn't do. I he know. became he's the not, swamp. He's not going to. But just out of spite and principle, I'm, I'm in the Trump camp. I like DeSantis. I'm a DeSantis fan. But this was a, this was a flop. Of an announcement. Okay, hang on. Let's quantify that. How could we quantify whether or not it was successful? If people voted for him, well, it hadn't been time to vote yet. No, so you can look at the can polls. What we use to quantify it? Well, you can look at polling. Um, well, and money. So there's two aspects to this. Hold, yeah, no, I know where you're headed. And, and the I, polling and, looks pretty good, and, too. And I'm going to support you and back you up in this because I'm a great co-host. Two aspects you can look at this by. Polling and money. Let's start with money. What did Rom do with his fundraising just today? Like I don't know the number. You do. You told me, and I forget. Eight point four million dollars. Eight point four million in, in twenty four hours. In, in the twenty four hours after that message yeah, played, yeah, that's a good number. It's a good number. Now, listen, Trump also raises a lot of money. We'll talk it about that. It took Trump a week after he announced to raise a million dollars. After he announced in 2016? No, this time. This time to raise yeah. a million? Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about Trump's money in a second, though, because this is important. People need to think about this. The other the other indicator would be the polls. And we're good. Now, it's 24 hours. It's going to take time for Ron to get out there and start getting his message out there before we start seeing a real shift in the numbers. But right now, the polls are still, still showing Donald Trump up by anywhere from 30 to 40 points. It's not going to stay that way and it is going to tighten up. So I can forewarn you of that. What Trump brings to the table is one thing that DeSantis can't. Trump brings a passionate base, a like a strangely loyal, passionate base he brings them to the table, which is surprising considering when you look at what Trump did with the Second Amendment and bump stocks and what he's now talking about with with um, pistol braces and It'll be- the fact that he'll, he's willing to throw those under the bus as well. Um, It'll be interesting to see what never Trump Republicans do. Right. Again, it's, it's surprising due to what Danielle said, the fact that he cost us two Senate seats here in Georgia. Um, it's surprising in many ways, to be honest with you, that the, the polls haven't moved in the least bit. Um, it's surprising that, that Trump has still such a passionate large base after the things he has, in fact, done to harm the Republican Party, things that Ron, uh, Ron DeSantis hasn't done. Uh, in fact, Ron's just been a good conservative and has done a fantastic job in Florida. And um, regardless of what Donald Trump says, uh, Ron DeSantis is... He's the real deal. Now, he doesn't have the passion of Trump. He doesn't have the the bombastic nature of Trump. Um, listen, one, one might argue that he actually handles those things better than Trump. You might argue that he's uh, uh, more, more, much more of a statesman than Donald Trump, uh, but also much better with words. Much better at taking down the media much better at destroying reporters that are trying to to throw gotchas at him. One might argue that DeSantis would be a far better candidate, but the government pushed me into Trump's camp and I'm staying there until Ron DeSantis wins the primary. That's, well, that's fine. Staying. Your vote can't cancel mine out, so but that's let's, okay. But let's talk about money real quick. Okay. And I want I want folks to think about this. Trump is scared. Donald Trump is scared of DeSantis. He is. He just is. Donald Trump knows that these polling numbers aren't going to stay the way they are. 
He's scared enough of Ron DeSantis that right now in this election campaign, before Ron DeSantis even got into the race, Donald Trump has spent more money in negative ads aimed at Ron DeSantis than he spent for the entirety of the midterms to defeat Democrats. He's willing to put more money into beating a Republican than he was into beating Democrats in the midterms. An actual conservative Republican. Yeah. Yeah. This is... Ask, ask yourself why. Well, and he congratulated Tim Scott and wished him luck. Who did? Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. He didn't come up with some some like call him Uncle Tim Uncle or something. Tim. No, yeah. <laughs> no. He congratulated because he knows that he's not a threat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he knows he's not a threat. You know, Tim Scott will shift some votes and then drop out, mm-hmm. and Trump's going to want those votes. He's going to want those Tim Scott supporters to support him. But yeah, and he doesn't know he's, he knows he's not a threat. Yeah, before Ron DeSantis even entered the race, Donald Trump had spent more money trying to beat him. Than he than than any the entirety of what he spent to defeat Democrats in the midterms. Now listen, it wasn't Donald Trump's race in the in the midterms, right? He wasn't he wasn't running a campaign, but he is the de facto. He's still the de facto leader. Up to his guts in it. Yeah, he's still the de facto leader of the Republican Party until another Republican president is elected, and. Um, he has it because of that position. He has an obligation to try to grow the party, strengthen the party, and win elections. And he's uh, apparently more concerned about beating Ron DeSantis than beating Democrats. But hey, whatever. I'm not but here hey, to judge. Hey, that's your guy. It's my guy. That's that's my guy. Yeah. Listen, they forced me into his camp, and I'm staying there. Um, somebody else who's in this race, by the way, was it Vivek Ramaswamy? Yes. He's been banned from, he's been banned from LinkedIn. LinkedIn. I've never seen anybody get banned from LinkedIn. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's been banned from anything else. Has he? Not that I know of. That's the only thing that I've heard. Yeah. Not that I know of. Said he's been locked out of his LinkedIn account over opinions he expressed, expressed, sorry, opinions he expressed, English out. about climate activism and the Biden administration's policies with respect to China, raising concerns that social media companies are attempting to control the narrative of the upcoming election cycle. They would never. No. They would never. Um, Yeah, of course, they're going to try to control the narrative. They, this is what they live for. Right. This is what social media companies live for. They take their marching orders from this administration. They have their little backdoor portals open to the, uh, I'm not saying the feds, January 6th, but the feds, wide open to them. Um, they take their marching orders. They do exactly what they're told. Twitter's been taken off the, the playground for them at this point, Danielle. So they've, they're going to have to beef up their efforts elsewhere. You know what I mean? Yep. And this is where they're choosing to beef them up. Um, they're an interesting now choice. Going going after the law, the law Indian fella on uh, on LinkedIn. Does anyone use LinkedIn still? I, I mean, yeah, but and they're trying to be like a like a social media instead of just you know like keeping up with people's yeah instead of networking stuff. yeah 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 they are. I I I have a LinkedIn. And uh, we use it for their um, LinkedIn learning. You familiar with that? Uh-uh. They have their online training programs and stuff like that. And um, they're they're useful for keeping certifications up and things like oh, that. Okay. For you know for doing your mandatory your yeah, mandatory yeah. classwork for the year. Um, because we live in an overly regulatory society. Where by the way, some some professionals do need to be licensed. So. Yeah, I guess yeah, I'll I have accept continuing it. ed coming up for my real estate. Yeah, so it's it's useful for things like that. That's all I actually use it for. I I don't use it for any kind of networking or social media, which mm-hmm. they're now really heavily pushing. 
Um, but yeah, poor old Vivek, banned from there. Next, he'll be gone from YouTube, like us and the Brushfire Mind. Right. Well, actually, the BFM isn't gone. They're they're suspended for a week. They'll be right. back on YouTube. Um, yeah, so, I bet their other strikes had fallen off because they've been behaving themselves a bit lately, the Brushfire Mind. Yeah, well, Chris said it was a weak ban, which means they only have one strike. Oh, it was, gotcha. Yeah, okay. if they already had yeah. one strike, it would be a two-week two ban. So. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, they've uh, they have been. I guess they have been behaving themselves recently. You wouldn't know it. No, no. Um, which is interesting, to be honest with you, because listen, I don't want to sit here and say I think YouTube has maybe relaxed their rules a little bit. No, dude, I was gonna say it. Some of the shit they've said would have gotten us banned in the in a yeah. heartbeat, and it's because you piss people off. That's why. I, I mean, not that Lowry can't piss people off, but you have pissed off the wrong people and you got us banned from YouTube. I don't know what to tell you. I there's say, nothing to tell. That's the that's it. I say it's not my fault. But anyway, that is Ron, the truth behind the narrative. Yeah, Ron DeSantis is in the race. Um, I don't believe he will be the Republican nominee. I wonder if maybe he's vying because he he didn't mention Donald Trump at all. No. In the whole conversation, in his videos, nothing. I wonder if he's maybe not vying for a VP position. You don't think he's really? I I have to wonder. And it wouldn't be a bad strategy because that could give us four years of Trump and then and an then eight, eight, eight years, years of DeSantis if you run the right ticket. Now, listen, I don't know that a Trump-DeSantis ticket is the right ticket, but it would be for me. It absolutely would be for me. I think I have a feeling that might be uh, unstoppable. But what what's Canadian Bacon talking about? She doesn't even she doesn't understand English. She doesn't know what I'm saying half the time. What does she mean? Yes, I poke the YouTube bear. I haven't been on YouTube for a number of months. Which is which is proof that you poke the YouTube bear. They deserve. The, listen, they what? need a little bit of poking. And I'm not going to I'm not going to pull a crowder and because uh, you watch they're on two strikes now. You watch. He's going to be super careful when he goes back or they'll just he, stay off until they're or they'll, one of their yeah, strikes they'll drops. stay off until a strike drops off um, because he's desperate to stay on YouTube. No matter what he says, we're not going to self-censor right. as he presses his YouTube censor button. Right. Yeah, we can't say this on YouTube. Jump over to Rumble. Right. God, what a yeah. twat. Absolute twat. Um, um, so back to Trump DeSantis. I wonder, now I don't think it's going to, I think it'd be fabulous. I don't think it's going to happen. But um, I wonder if the DeSantis draw on that ticket would be enough to draw some never Trumpers back. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm just speculating there. But I, I just wonder if maybe he's vi because DeSantis has to know he's not going to be. Surely he knows he's not going to be the nominee. He has to, unless unless they've got some big October surprise planned or what, whatever the, whenever the primary is. As much of a given as you do, I don't. I don't know. I just don't think people are as enamored of Donald Trump as you think they are, and I think with an actual like viable grown up option that people might take it. Somebody that doesn't run around and call other people names and just act the fool. Yeah. I mean, he, that was his response to this was calling Ron DeSantis, Rob DeSantis. Rob DeSantis. Yeah. yeah. Why? I don't know. I, you know, I thought it was just cause you know how, like just to be disrespectful to somebody you like refer to them, but like, I don't even know your name. Like you're so unimportant to me. I don't right. even know your name. Right. That, maybe that's it. what it was. We've all done it. Yeah, we have. What am I hearing? What the hell just happened? Oh, I think there's a car outside. There's a, I think a, a muscle car outside the studio, and it must be remarkably loud for that sound to be filtering into here. Do you hear it's that? Probably some... You hear that rumble? No. Doing that? Okay, good. Maybe probably it's just some me. false flag fixing to slam itself into the barriers around your house. Don't know. Uh, but I thought DeSantis and Trump couldn't run on the same ticket from the same state. Why not? Is, yeah, that no, a, that's not a, is that a rule? I don't think probably, that's a rule. It's probably a rule in Canada. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. <gasps> Speaking of rules in Canada, are we ready for that? Yeah. Um, Let's do it. 
two rules in Canada. Number one, in order to govern the country, you have to wear blackface. And right. number two, apparently you can kill yourself anytime at the drop of a hat, uh, assisted by the government. I, I really knew nothing about this, but I've seen yeah, other... That's not new. I've seen other creators talking about this, the MAID program, medical assistance, medical assisted. Induced death or something. Is that what it is? Medical no, assistance in medical assistance in death, they call it. It's effectively an assisted suicide law. Now, it's been around for a while. That's not. Yeah. New. Yeah. I didn't know this. Apparently, yeah. it's been around since 2016. Yeah. And it's back There's in the news here where you can kill yourself. Not not like you can in Canada. Right. It's back in the news because they're set to expand it, or or I guess it expanded, it has been expanded. in March of 2023, and extended eligibility to those with mental illness. Uh, Bill C-7 would allow individuals seeking MAID to apply solely on the basis of a mental disorder. Prior to the bill's passage, MAID eligibility was based on having a grievous and irremediable medical condition I, I, why where do they come up with these silly words according to a report from the canadian government on the practice now i saw a canadian doctor it was on um it was an interview that i don't it doesn't matter who played it but it was an interview that another creator played on youtube and i was watching and there was a canadian doctor female doctor talking about it and she said that the law has never required terminal illness in order for you to take advantage of these services. It doesn't um, say terminal. It says irremediable. Yeah, so I think that just that means. means it just means they can't help you. Can't so it can't be cured. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't have to kill you. Mm -hmm. They just, so, I mean, irremedial, yeah, irremediable. So asthma. asthma. You could uh, go get your death pills. Um, actually it's not death pills. It's a lethal injection. It's, it's what we do to criminals here. Anyway, Talking about this, and I, I, the question for the chat while we talk about this, do you, because I've noticed a common theme, Danielle, people on the right, people on our side, my side of the aisle, your, I presume your side of the aisle, don't like this one bit. They think that it's an abomination. The majority of those folks were Christian conservative types. And um, they were they're remarkably opposed to this type of law. So my question to those of you in the chat is, um, should you be allowed to end your own life on your terms when you choose? Should you be allowed to? In this manner. I'm not talking about, you know, the way I... I touchy subject. No, I understand. Should um, you should you be allowed to to get medical help in ending your life on your terms? And I so I get where some of these conservative uh, uh, pundits are coming from, Danielle. The problem is they're they're kind of making the comparison to abortion, right? And there's one glaring difference here: That's in abortion, to end you're else's exactly life. you're choosing right. to end another life, right? And and I, well, I and firmly believe there need to be restrictions on that. And that's the argument that abortion advocates make, that that's body, body autonomy, that, that right to life advocates make that, no, it's not body autonomy. I believe in body autonomy, but that's not your body. So, yeah, I believe that your body, your choice, but... You don't, you know, you don't have 20 fingers and 20 toes. So those other fingers and toes inside your body aren't yours. So, but then when it comes to this, then they don't actually believe in body autonomy. Right. Yeah. It doesn't make much sense to me. Here's my, here's my position. And I like to think that mine is the less hypocritical position. I firmly believe there need to be restrictions on ending somebody else's life i.e. a baby in the womb, or right. 30 days out of the womb, as right. Democrats in Virginia wanted to do. I absolutely think there, do, there need to be restrictions on that. I'm not going to say what I think because I'm a guy, I, you know, whatever. Right. Um, but, but I think there comes a point where abortion needs to be illegal, needs to be against the law. But that has nothing to do with this. 
Let me finish. I said, I think my position is the less hypocritical. Okay. So I'm completely opposed to that to a point because you're taking somebody else's life. But when it comes to taking your own, what the hell does it have to do with me? It's none of my, you're, you presumably, you're a grown adult. Presumably, you're able to make decisions for yourself. Uh, of course, now they're expanding it to mental health disorders. So right. who knows and what kind of nut job will be uh, talked into killing themselves. I started to question what I thought I thought about it, but I think I'm with you on that, that, yeah, that I believe that like your life, your body, your choice, um, you know, and, and I think just because you can and have the right to do something doesn't mean you should do it. Um, but well, no, of course it doesn't mean you should do it, but hang on. But then when it comes to like, sort of informed an informed consent kind of thing and if you're mentally ill you can't you don't have informed consent like a, a vulnerable adult yeah can't have informed consent yeah you know what i mean so but then who makes those decisions well i, I think in canada the doctor is probably making the decision at that point and um but then we run into those awful situations like we do down here where somebody's on life support and one member of the family wants to remove it and another and they end up going to court and it goes all the way to the Supreme Court and it just right. ends up a complete clusterfuck when you should really just pull the plug. The person's dead. Pull the plug. Um, I, I will never be on a machine. Just so everyone knows. So that there are is no confusion here whatsoever. If if anything ever happens to me and I am on a life support machine, first person in the room gets to pull the plug. That's my present to y'all. Um, I'll never do that. If I if I were facing some kind of debilitating disease, I would want the option to go out on my terms. Whatever that is, whether that's me with a beer in one hand and a morphine pump in the other, that's my choice. And there is nobody on this planet that is going to stop me from making my choice. That's not going to be the government. That's not going to be some Catholic Christian conservative. That's going to be nobody is going to right. stop me. I am a free, autonomous human being. And I'll make the decisions I want to make. I don't necessarily have a problem with somebody assisting in that decision. As long as it's my decision. I think Canada have maybe gone beyond that in certain circumstances. For example, a um, disabled athlete, she was... Uh, she was a colonel, lieutenant colonel in the Canadian, I was going to say armed forces, but whatever it is they have up there. Right. It's not really a military. <laughs> it's, uh, but anyway, she was Pope disabled. around in uniforms. She was disabled and um, she was on a waiting list to get a stair lift put in at her, at her home because national health care, you can't just go get what you want. Like with private insurance, you got to get put on a government waiting list. They told her, oh, Becky's now, Becky, now that offended her. That offended her. It is military. Um, she was, they tried to talk her into maid instead of waiting for the little chairlift to be installed at her home. If you can believe that. They've tried to convince, there's been stories of them trying to convince some homeless people, people who are poor and homeless, oh, to take advantage of, of maid services. There are news reports out there from back when this was initially being debated, where the government was talking about how much the savings would be to the National Health Service if they were able to implement MAID and just kill people instead of paying for long-term care. That's a slippery slope. No, that's not a slippery slope. That's a cliff. 
there's no slope there. That is falling off a cliff. Yeah. It's almost like that could have been queued up better. It will be in the replay. It's almost like this guy wrote their policies. To be honest with you. So while I have absolutely no problem with a, a free autonomous human being making these decisions right. for themselves, I get a little bit concerned when government starts talking up the virtues of their, hey, let's just genocide people program. Right. Well, especially when they put on blackface and do an entire skit about it. It's, it's a little bit concerning that somebody who has a, a woman, a, a lieutenant colonel in the, as Becky calls it, Canadian Army, a lieutenant, the, the, army. the army, a lieutenant colonel with absolutely no desire to end her life. They try to talk her into ending her life so that they don't have to go to the expense of installing a chairlift. That's a problem. That is a problem. Um, yeah, I, you know, people say, no, I don't, I, I think people may disagree with me on the general premise that, yeah, you're a free person. You should be able to choose to do what you want with your life and your body. But you know what? That's their life and their body and they get to choose what to do with theirs. It's very true. You know, there's a difference between the government trying to make that decision for people and a person making a quality of life decision for themselves. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I have to wonder this expansion for mental health uh, disorders, disease, whatever. Right. I have to wonder how much of that is simply a convenience for the government. Knowing that. I mean, you, you have to think your odds of talking somebody into this if they have limited capacity you would have to think your odds of convincing them to go through this would be easier than with somebody of sound mind right right and i i think we're probably going to find that that's how it ends up getting used and by the way this is indicative of national health services all over the all over the world they have to ration care right because and and this is a listen. In all honesty, it's a great way to ration care. They made. I was about to say they may not have got the results they wanted out of the initial round, but it accounted for three percent of all deaths in Canada prior to this expansion. It was three percent of all deaths. That's the equivalent of um, uh, nine about twelve million people in the United States. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that was in one year. It accounted for 3% of, of all deaths in 2022, I believe. Which is... That's horrifying. I mean, it's a lot. But how many of those were just really sick people or really right. old people, right? right? And again, if this was before the mental health addition, uh, right. expansion. So... I'm going to work under the assumption that those people were of same mind and that they made the decision themselves and that very few were actually talked into it or convinced to do it by, uh, by a government. But when a government starts to get, get hungry for money, how long before they start offering incentives to people to do this? Hey, you know what? We'll take care of your family for a couple of years if you avail yourself of maid services. Still cheaper for the government than long-term palliative care. Right. You know what I mean? And we see this in England. Not, I don't think we see the assisted suicide stuff, but we see, we see waiting lists and rationing of services and care for people of a certain age in the UK. For right. example, if you're over 65, you will never get, you won't get an organ transplant. It's not going to happen on the National Health Service. Um, you won't get a knee replacement or a hip replacement if you're over a certain age. They have to ration that care. Right. That's what we can look forward to here in America if Medicaid for all ever comes to pass. We're all going to be 
So, but then we'll get our maid program because they're going to have to save money somehow by, uh, you know, killing people off. And you I, know what? They call it something cute like MAID, not Doctor Assisted Suicide. I know. It's a great acronym. It really is. I mean, if you want to sell. They worked on that one. Yeah. If you, if you want to sell government mandated death to people, give a, give a pretty name. Right. Maid Everybody service. loves maid services. Yeah, maid service. Um, but yeah, so so I have no problem with with autonomous free people making the choice, but I I see that this is a very uh, it's a very slippery slope. Yeah. Especially when it comes to mental health disorders, because how can somebody with a mental health disorder make that decision for themselves? Right. Yeah. They. I mean, I guess it depends on the the level of well, sure, it depends on the level of yeah. of 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 um, right mental mental degradation, mental, yeah. whatever you want to call whatever it's called. The level of support that they need. Yeah, but I imagine the government's going to end up making that decision, or or letting family members make that decision. Again, just so we're clear, if I'm ever on life support, first one in the room gets to pull the fucking plug. Dude, I'll pull your, I'll pull that bitch right now. Fair. Like after tonight's show, I'm, you're, you're lucky. You're lucky. <laughs> lucky I'm not on it right now. That we yeah. are time yeah. zones apart. Um, but again, that's my choice. And I'm making it right, right now of sound mind. It's not something I'm going to suddenly change my mind about when I'm hooked up to a damn machine at death's door. I'm not suddenly going to say, oh, no, oh, no, don't pull the plug now. No, get in there and pull the plug before any courts can get involved and, and all that bullshit takes place. Somebody clip this and save it to their phone so that uh, so that you have it. Oh, dude, we, yeah, we'll be racing to get there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> idea. I don't know, man. It's, it's, it, it seems a little bit Nazi blackface to me, to be honest with you. Right. The way they're, the way they're implementing this. And I guarantee you, this isn't the end of it. Next will be, you watch, next will be incentives. Oh, the national healthcare system struggling. Let's in incentivize some people to take a dive. Um, right. Take one, take one for the team, they'll call it. <laughs> well, I don't, well, they'll give it an acronym, obviously. Right, yeah. Yeah, they'll give it a little acronym. But that's, that will be next. It will be incentives to, to end your life, to sacrifice for the country, to, um, you know, to save, save the healthcare system. Hmm. Well, and, you know, and it'll be sacrifice for the kids or something. Yeah. Yeah, you know? save a life yeah. with yours. Something along those lines. They know how to sell it. Socialists know how to sell these things. I mean, look, socialism has thrived around the globe many, many times to the uh, detriment of hundreds of millions of people who have been murdered by their socialist overlords, not all of whom wear blackface, just some. Um, the good one. And, and Canada is just one of these socialist regimes rolling this out. And there are other many other uh, countries that do this, apparently. Um, here we go. Here are the U.S. states with laws that allow for uh, medically assisted suicide. California, Colorado, Hawaii, Maine, New Jersey, New Mexico, Vermont, Washington State, and Washington, D.C. Um, they've all approved similar laws all with residency requirements. So you can't just nip up to Washington and, and get right. offed. You've, uh, I guess you've got to set up residency. I thought you first. could go to Vermont and do that. I don't Apparently know. Not. I wonder if Canada will let some um, tourists. Probably if you pay for it. Yeah, let Probably tourists. Probably a tourist in. destination. There are Hippity. now... Hippity Hooper says a few years ago, a family was trying to convince a loved one to end it. They were in loved one's will. Nice, huh? Yeah. See, this is why it's, it should be your decision. It shouldn't be anyone else's decision. Right. Um, there's, I saw on, it was on Matt Walsh's show, I think, a funeral home that is now a full, literally a full service funeral home. 
you can go there to to end your life and then immediately get processed for your funeral in what they call their super deluxe package. I mean, I guess why not, really? They've set up a whole room there for you to you can come in, you with some family members, you can do the uh you can do the, the death part and you know, say your goodbyes, whatever it is they do. Um, then they take care of the body. Get killed, and then they immediately take care of the body. One and done. All in one day, man. Super deluxe package. I mean, that's, you know. That's entrepreneurial. Look at us. Well, we're we're down here trying to put beer companies out of business, trying to right? shut down Target because that's the conservative thing to do. They're up there being all entrepreneurial and taking advantage of their... Um, their Target stocks their, are... Their death... Uh, taking their, a kick in the death program yeah nuts, they are the they are they are and i i don't understand why conservatives are celebrating this yes i listen they caved they removed the stuff is that not enough are, you, are we not gonna stop until they we've driven no, them whoa, out of business whoa, they didn't remove it no they did not no they according apparently today according to moved um, it to the back of the store they didn't remove it no after to, apparently oh. after today they've removed it from the stores and the websites completely is okay. is what Sorry, I, heard. I did not I had not seen that story yeah is what I heard today and so my question is if that's the case let's say it has all been taken out of the stores is that enough? For conservatives, it has to be, right? for conservatives, it should be. It has it to be, be, right? And then, well, and then don't do it again. Well, of course, don't do it again. But we seem, uh, we on the right are getting as cancel culture as those on the left these days. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Let's see if, if Target did in fact remove the, and not the, I don't have an, I mean, this is just me, but I don't have an issue with the pride stuff. It was the tucking bathing suits for little boys and like the. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. You want to, you want to fly your pride flag. I have, I have no problem with the L's, the G's and the B's. Right. Um, and I actually have no problem. Tees. Yeah. I have no yeah, problem with the T's. I'm fine with grown up T's. Yeah. Proper T's. And I actually kind of thought the Satan respects genders or whatever it was t-shirt. I thought that was funny. I if didn't that see state, that one, but that is quite well, funny. You you would have seen it on your birthday if it had stayed at okay. Target, but I gotcha. it didn't, so you won't. Mm -hmm. but, they did. They uh, had adult-sized pride onesies on sale. Adult-sized. That's the key, right? That's what Becky said, pride stuff well, on I onesies. Well, I saw that they had kid-sized ones. I don't know. but Oh, again, I saw, yeah, I saw the adult-sized onesies. Um. But you know what? It's it's pride and it's adults. I don't care. Like, you know, let your freak flag fly. Target has sold ugly shit forever. I don't care. Yep. If you're an adult and you want to buy ugly shit at Target, that's fine. Yeah. But don't but, be selling it in kids sizes. Yeah. Leave the kids alone. Yeah. That's been my issue all along. Yeah. Because so, because even if you're not intent, if you're even if Target aren't grooming kids they are certainly enabling the grooming of kids by selling that stuff right so get it the hell out of there but once it's out of there sh shouldn't that be enough shouldn't that be enough for us to say you know what we made our point they've they've done what we wanted them to do and we'll we're gonna stand down unless they do it again or or are we now up up party of people that want to drive American businesses out of business. Cause I don't want to be that. Yeah, no, I don't I want, I don't want to see Budweiser collapse. And I know they're now owned by the Europeans, but it's still a company based in America that employs Americans, heartland Americans. But they're still Budweiser. Let's be clear. They're still acting like what they did was okay. I know like, they haven't apologized. I get it. So no, I say we do. We do not take our foot off their neck. And I'm not saying. You know, I'm not saying that. Tripling and quadrupling down by acting like, oh well, if we give the Bubba's cans, they'll like, then they'll forget about the tranny can. This is their. This is their new one. Harley Davidson uh, Budweiser cans, which are amazing, and then they have the camo ones. Playing on yeah. that, you know, Clydesdale, Army, yeah, Merca. 
Um, no, listen, I agree. The pressure, I think, still needs to be on right now. But I don't want to see them driven out of business. If they and they, they will eventually apologize. But if they do, is that enough? Will that be enough? Or are people going to keep going until they're no longer a company? At this point, well, I don't think Bud is going to apologize. But if they did, at this point, I think people have gone elsewhere. I think that the they've lost the faithful. People have found that there are way better beers available. Yeah. To be honest with you. Way better shitty cheap beers. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I, people can do what they want to do. I'm fine with that. You are, everyone is a free American. You're free to make your own choices. But ask yourself if that's your ultimate goal is to drive them out of business, to put all those people out of work and shut down a, uh, a, well, it's an American institution is what it is. Or would you be satisfied if they apologize, change their ways and go back to doing what they do best, which is uh, selling shit beer? Right. That's all I'm asking. And yeah, I think the answer would be, well, if they apologize, then it would be a different conversation, but I don't think they're going to. So I don't think we need to worry about it. Yeah. I, I wonder if they will. I think the it seems time like, for that is, like it, I mean, at this point, how? Yeah. I mean, how much money we're are a, they willing to lose? We're a month into this thing. Yeah. And this week they hit their, their, their stock is the lowest it's been in, um, gosh, I can't remember what the news report said. It's their stock's the lowest it's been in a, a long time. So yeah, they they do seem to be willing to burn it down. Yeah. And uh, yeah, listen, as long as they're willing to burn it down, have at it. Yeah. But my, you know, my position is let's say they change their ways and they they ask like, give us a second chance or whatever, third chance, fourth chance, whatever it is at this point. Is that going to be good enough? Or is that it? Do we just say, "Nah, screw Budweiser, they're done." I mean, we again, got, I think we it have, depends. We have Yingling. If they say we're sorry, we misjudged, we, you know, I mean, like a true apology. Yeah. And and by the way, Yingling, 90% of Americans thought that was Chinese beer until Budweiser did what it did. So score for Yingling. Yeah. I do like a bit of Yingling, by the way. Do you really? I, I do. Yeah. It's, 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 so it's, so it's an American beer, but it's not like an American lager, like Budweiser or Miller or uh, stuff like that. It's, it's actually a pretty decent, uh, pretty decent beer, to be honest with you. If you've never had Yingling, if you were a Bud customer and you haven't tried a Yingling, try a Yingling. You will, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. We're out of time, Danny. Dave will be on with me Saturday. Yeah. What are y'all talking about? Do you know? I don't know. All right, then I will, I will find out Saturday morning with everybody else. Yes. I'll find out tomorrow because that's when I deal with the Saturday show is on a Friday. So Great. we'll thank you so uh, much for hanging out. We'll work that out. Let me get some music going here. We love you. We appreciate you. Al and oh. I will be back on Memorial Day, and I'm pretty sure he'll make me cry. So you have that to look forward to. Do us a favor. Give us a rumble thumbs up and follow the channel if you're not following it. Yeah. We'll see you out there, y'all. Bye now. Yeah. See you Memorial Day. Bye, guys. Love you. <laughs>